welcome back to another episode of Hip Hop Social Worker. I'm Christopher Scott, the host, and today I have my cousin Erica in the building. Why don't you talk to America? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we were going to do some, uh, well, we still might, but uh, we, we, I, well, I, so let me go all the way back. My, my homeboy, Big Kurt, uh, a few years ago was like, have you seen Black Mirror? And I was like, no, I haven't. <laughs> so I put it off for a, for a long time. I just blizzard wasn't trying to fuck with it. Oh, but this year, I watched one episode, and I was like, "Shit, this shit is is great!" Like, I like what was I what was I doing with my life not watching this shit? It was just it was like it had like intellectual shit. It had like shit about society, but like not like current day, but like future shit and just so many questions. Like, man, you know this this could be like a good like social work experiment to see like. You know how how this shit kind of relates to you know just like current day society. And then I asked my cousin Erica, did she watch Black Mirror? And she said she did. I did. So I was like, well, well, fuck it. Let's <laughs> you know, let's get on this podcast. You know, and it ain't gonna be too much clinical talk tonight. We're gonna have some fun with it. So, but I do want to start out. Um, so I, I watch every episode. Have you watched every episode? I've probably watched 95%. There's 95%. maybe one or two I haven't seen. Is that, is that from the new season or is that from like like the... Just overall, overall. like all four seasons. Okay. Because um, I, I went back today and I finished White Bear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't finish it, but, I, but you know, from my assumption... You know, or not for myself. From what I saw, I had I had to figure out. I was like, "Oh, this is this is about how society, you know, just loves being on camera phones. People don't help you out." You know, and I was like, "It's kind of true." But then when I finished it, I was like, "Oh, that's that's not even true it at went all." So far, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it really did, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck," you know. So, so I'll start, I'll start with that one because I, I finished it today, and uh, just kind of like. Just thinking about the whole episode of how, you know, you go through it and it seems like it's like it seems a little off, you know, like she wakes up, don't know where she's at. She goes outside. She sees the dude come trying to shoot her, you know, so it's like, all right. So so that's happening. And then she, you know, she finds these people and whatever. And then she goes through all this stuff, you know, meets more hunters, survives some more stuff. And then we find out that. She's part of a, a show, mm-hmm. you know, and then it goes deeper than that. She's not only part of a show; she like was accused of murdering a, a girl. You know, they say her and her fiance did it. The fiance killed himself. He must have got wind of like <laughs> <laughs> what was coming. Down yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I ain't fucking with that." Hell no. So, uh, so then that happens, and then she goes to her little room, and then, then. It, then, then they wipe her brain basically by like shocking the shit out of her for 30 minutes and then she wakes up does it all again or, and then it's, it's like a theme park yeah people pay to come watch her run from fucking hunters you it's know what I'm crazy. saying and, and that's where people and that's where the camera's coming from you know I was like shit this is and then like she, you know right before he puts the thing on her at the end she says kill me and he says you always say that it's like fuck <laughs> god damn <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, but from but, but my take on the episode is, you know, without saying like the, the um, you know, like the obvious, of course, I feel like there is like a, 
like a camera phone obsession with our society. Definitely. You know, so like when you see somebody need help and there is times where, I mean, I see it where like somebody, like your friend, your ass was, and he might need some help, but you was going to, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all for like the fun. It's like, shit, this is going to go viral. So I'm going to let you take this, you know what I'm <laughs> You know, and then and I feel that. I mean, <laughs> at least that's what I see when I see like camera phone videos. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I just see people like not really helping out, right. or or the or like there is one person helping out, but it's like, but you but then it's like uneven. It's like shit. Somebody somebody else need to come help this dude out because now he getting jumped or this girl getting jumped, and it's just it's just bad. I feel like you know we always want to get that moment. Yeah, I think we live in a society nowadays where we're driven by likes and we're Mm -hmm. driven by views and we're driven by, you know, quote unquote, viral fame. And I think that people really tend to look more in the short term than the long term. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like the young kid that just got killed in Miami, the rapper. The, yeah, the yeah, weird one. Yeah. And I remember I I was on my lunch and I read that he had died. And maybe a, when I was on my break at three o'clock, I read that there were cell phone videos of it. It was. It was fucked up. And I was just like, what? And not just one person. There were like multiple videos. And so I really, when I watched that episode, I was like, oh, yeah, this this isn't even the future. Like, this is now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't, like, we're not at the stage where we're like paying to experience these sort of things yeah but at the same sort of time we're still in that mindset we're still watching these things Mm -hmm. so i don't know it 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 was it was very distressing yeah it was very very sad and i actually felt really bad for her because it's kind of like what what punishment is enough for what you've done Mm -hmm. how many times do you have to relive the same thing over and over and over again even if you don't remember it yeah it was, ugh. and that was like her jail sentence or something. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then the takeaway more from that is like, so people will participate in things as long as like a bigger body government says it's right. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like there was somebody who like convinced these people that this is okay for her to go through this, and like then it's okay for you to enjoy it. Yeah. You come pay some money, and you can see her run around crazy. You know, and and then there was one part where I thought about it, like, well, what if she was hypnotized? Because mm-hmm. I because that was her defense at the end when because you know she was recording her fiance murdering a girl, I guess. Right. And her defense was she was hypnotized. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, shit, what if she was? Right, and then technically, you're. It's kind of like insanity plea. Like you're not in your right mind. So did yeah. you did you really commit this crime mm-hmm. or you know? <sighs> but God, yeah, it, and then it was it was a little it was like there's more to it. Like she was black, and everybody watching there was white. This is very true. You know, it was like so that had. It, I think it, her fiance was white too, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it has that 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 component to it. It's like shit. It's like you know. Well, I guess there was one black dude in the beginning that was fast filming her. But <laughs> well, he still wasn't helping. <laughs> man, yeah, he still wasn't helping. <laughs> But it's like, like he thinking like, what if like we have evolved to like punishments like that? I, I, are are you alive right now in 2018? Do you see what our president is doing? Oh, like, okay, I okay. can <laughs> I can completely see people turning a blind eye or being gaslit into believing that this is you know an okay thing. Just yeah. like when the purge came out and everybody was kind of like, oh, that's so crazy. What if it really happened? 
stuff like that could totally very well happen. Like people, people who live in America have a very distorted view of what real life is. Mm -hmm. Like you go anywhere else in the world and the shit that you are just kind of like, oh my God, human rights, blah, blah, blah. That shit happens on a daily basis. Like, so I, I don't know. I think that I could see us moving towards that in the future. We and we we've kind of come from it where we did where we moved away from things like public executions and things like that. I was about to say like like we like we already do that. Yeah, of, you know, so we already kind of yeah. And I mean, they're know. not like public like they were, but people can still come and watch. So it's kind yeah. of like we're not we're just repeating shit over and over again mm-hmm. as 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 humanity like we're just we're not learning from anything we're just doing the same shit over and over again and i can totally see how technology would be a tool to make us go back into a really dark period yeah so you're saying that the white bear justice park is right around the corner <laughs> i can't i <laughs> out of all the black mirror episodes that i've watched that one was probably like the most low tech so i'm kind of like that's not that far yeah. off. Like, that's just, that's two iPhones away. That's really, all that really, is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. Like, with some memory erasing technology. And yeah. We, I mean, like, we already convinced people in our society that whatever, like, if you're convicted of, if you did a crime, mm-hmm. you're at the, this, you're at the dismay of the government. Yeah. You know, like, and we approve of whatever you want to do with this person because they're, quote unquote, a criminal. Right. You know? So, yeah. Shit. Man, I was. I really yeah. liked that episode, though. I was on a binge when I watched that because um, the first Black Mirror episode I had ever watched was Nosedive, and I was like, "Oh my god, where has this show been all my life?" And yeah. then, like, the new season came out, so I watched U.S. Uh, was it U.S.S. McAllister, uh-huh. which was freaking awesome. It was a freaking movie, <laughs> um, and so that actually led me onto a binge, and mm-hmm. I think that was like maybe the fourth episode I had watched, and I was like. Dang, those that show makes you think. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> so you thought Nosedive was definitely the one where I was like, "Oh shit, this that's now. <laughs> this is us." You know what I'm saying? Like, you really going for the likes? You know what I'm saying? You got uh, she got a discount for being a four point six, so she was going for that. You got you got to explain. Give it a little bit of background. Okay, so Nosedive <laughs> follows this uh, young lady. Um, you know, she's in this. You know, she's living, you know, from what it looks like, you know, the regular day society. She lives with her brother. She's trying to come up just like everybody else in the world, mm-hmm. you know, in this in this capitalist society. But in her in her universe, they have these phones or these devices to where whoever, whoever you interact with can rate you, you know. So, like, if you go so like if you go to a store, you put your phone on the counter and the, the person serving you, you know, the groceries and the people in line can rate you. And you and the idea is you want high ratings. You want to get that five. Yeah. Five is perfect, but you want to get that four point seven. Yeah, you know, that that four point six. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, she goes through life, and everybody in the in the world she lives in is trying to do the same thing. Trying to keep, you know, just trying to um, just trying to get them rates up. So yeah. everybody's kind of fake and you know smiley and things like that. So anyway, she sees that one of her friends, who was like a four point seven or four point nine or something. Is having a wedding, you know, and she knows that this is her friend, so she like she posts a picture of like this old bunny that has some kind of sentimental value. The friend hits her up, she's like, Hey, come to my wedding, boom. So she's went to the wedding, so she's crunk about that. And but this really all started like, like the drive all started when she wanted to rent an apartment, 
mm-hmm. and the apartment that she wanted had a four point five like discount. Yeah. So she was like, I got to find a way to come up. So she found that with a wedding. Her her and her brother get into it. He's like, you ain't you you like you just care about these likes too much because you know? he's like a two point five. Yeah. So yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck yeah. about this shit. <laughs> you know, and she's trying to tell him like I'm trying to I'm trying to be great. You know, you you, you basically you fucking on my shit. So so anyway, she goes on this journey. As soon as she gets to. Is it before she gets to the airport or when she gets to the airport, really shit just really. That's when it all starts to just go completely downhill. Because. It starts uh, with the car. Yeah. The car's all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a foreign car. She's like in America, but it's like they brought like a, what is it, like a Korean car. Yeah. And it all, it's all in Korean. And she's you like, know? I'm supposed to drive this shit? <laughs> like, okay. But, but, but the way she got to that was she was at the airport and they didn't have her ticket or something. So she starts going off. That's right. And then she starts losing ratings. The ratings are going <laughs> they down. <look> fast. <laughs> so she has to drive now because she needs to get to this wedding. That's know? right. Because they wouldn't let her on. They wouldn't let her on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then um, she got into a security guard. Security guard took a whole point from her. See that? Okay, that's one flip. So, you know, authority can come and take points. <laughs> You know, the security came and took a whole point. So she's trying to get a car. Can't get the car because she got a point took, like, temporarily. So she gets, like, a raggedy-ass car. And the car, like, needs a converter so she can't charge it because she has an old charger. You know? And then, so she she ends up, she ends up making it down there. And when she gets to the wedding, she's towed up. Disheveled. You know? <laughs> She had a, but you know, but in, in in good fashion, she had a pep talk from this lady who told her, "I used to care about all this stuff. Now I don't care. I'm a one point nine. She and she almost didn't take the ride because the lady was one point nine. Yeah, she, because we interact with these people, you can see their ratings. Yeah, you know, so it's like, oh, like okay, you a you a two point and she was she was getting dissed because of that. You know, she was getting it was bad. She went to the wedding. The wedding put her in jail, and when she got to jail, there was one other dude there, and they was talking shit to each other. In the basement. My takeaway from that was like, okay, she went, she got, she got so far off of like her rating mm-hmm. that she became a troll. Right. Yeah. You know? but pretty much. You know, she, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> she became a troll. She started talking shit to the other troll and it was just back and forth, you know? Yeah. And, and, but you know what, what I wish I could have saw, like, how do you get out of that predicament? You know, it's, that world that they're in is so superficial. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know because you're not really you're not really dealing with anybody on an intimate real life basis because you know that these people have the power to fuck up your life. Yeah. So you have to con- it's like you're walking on eggshells constantly. Like mm-hmm. you're continuous like the dude the black dude at her job who <laughs> do you remember the black dude at her job I don't. so there was the black dude at her job and he was like a i don't know we'll say like a 3.5 or whatever and his shit just kept going down <laughs> so you could see the co-workers as his shit was going down mm-hmm. they stopped fucking with him yeah and he ended up getting fired because his rating got too low like it was <sighs> Jesus, it I I feel like every time I get out of a Lyft or an Uber, that is literal life. Like you have to rate that person one through five, mm-hmm. and the higher your stars, the higher rewards you get. Yeah. So when I watched that episode, I was just like, "Yeah, this is real life. How do how do we get out of it? How how would she get out of that predicament? Just be fake as fuck. But even but even she couldn't keep it together for very long because yeah. she had been acting that way, and then finally she was just like, "Fuck this shit. I'm not doing it no more." Yeah. And uh, 
you know, hopefully she'll end up happy like the chick who gave her the ride who was driving yeah. the truck. <laughs> and that's what she said. The the truck driver was like, you know, once I let all that shit go, mm-hmm. I became a totally different person and I became really, really happy. Which I think is actually really true because once I took my Facebook, social media, all social media break, a lot of shit that I cared about, I just didn't care about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I legit didn't care about, I didn't care if people knew what I was doing, I didn't care what they were doing, so it was just kind of like, I was living a real chill time where I got a mm. lot of shit accomplished. Yeah. Like, it was it was actually pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think that them being in that situation is another thing where it's like, we're already there. It's it's not as intense, but we're already there. Yeah. Everybody's living for the likes. I feel that because, like, I know, like, like there's people, like, you might have the same friends on Facebook. Yeah. But if but if your, if your Facebook page ain't really, ain't live like that, they ain't liking your status. Yeah. Even though y'all both got the same kind of, you, you, y'all both on my friends list, are we both on your friends list? But because... You know, we ain't in that community. Exactly. You know, except for, but you're right. You said it's a little more intense because somebody's like rent was the, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a 4.3 discount or like he got fired. Yeah. Like it, it, it was so, it was so strict that, you know, how people interpreted you determined how your life went. But in a way that is because like if, if you work at a very clicky job. Yeah. You know, and nobody's fucking with you. you and just, I've seen I've seen people get pushed out of jobs. Mm-hmm. I, it it's not pretty, and it's a slow process, but it definitely happens. If people don't fuck with you; they will get you the fuck out, and I, that's just the way it is. I seen that happen uh, last year, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. And I don't know what that kind of says about us, like our moral character as people. Like mm-hmm. the fact that. You have to, and you have to, in effect, be completely fake in order for everybody to like you. You can't be yourself. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like legit, legit how things were. I'd be like a one point <laughs> negative fifty nine. Like I would have so many people who hate me. Like I ain't zero. Never coming up. <laughs> Ever. He said it's a wrap. I'm paying fifty thousand dollars a month on my rent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I do not want to rent to that bitch. Cause it ain't happening. Nah, it ain't happening. <laughs> I feel you, but yeah, we definitely in that kind of society where you gotta, you know, especially having to work, you know, being a person of color at a job. Oh Jesus! Your rates gotta stay five point oh. <laughs> they gotta stay five point oh because if it go, well, okay, maybe not five point oh, but if it go below three point eight, you playing with <laughs> you playing with thin ice. You need to you need to dig deep and get that whiteness out of you. It is. So exhausting being black in an environment where it is not at least 50-50 diverse. 50-50? Where you live at? Atlanta, where everybody is black. You can walk into a space and not feel weird. I wonder what it's like to walk into an all-black environment. And just it's like it's like at that point, okay. Well, what is the thing that singles me out? Is it like me being a woman, or is it like me being a what? Like because you walk into any college class in Portland, Oregon, and you're counting the you know people of color on mm-hmm. one hand, yeah. and so it's like when you when you walk into a space where everybody is like you, what does that feel like? Mm. Why people have that every day? I've never had that. You should have went to Jeff. Oh God, <laughs> that was. <that> was- <laughs> That could have been your only chance. You had, I mean, that 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 was your safe haven. You know, it was like that was 
that was where if you want to experience that in Portland, that's where you went. You know. <laughs> I hear it's not even like that anymore, though. I, I bet it ain't. I hear it's not like that. And but my kid, my kid's going there next year, and I'm very interested to see to like see what the up. games look like and shit like that. Yeah, well, the games, you know. Well, the games are probably still gonna be. Yeah, I was majority, told, uh, telling my guy uh, that you know, like the hood, we still can send out the hood bat signal. Yeah, and, you know, so like if we, <laughs> People if we, will yeah, if we got functions going on, you know what I'm saying? Shit, we can make it happen. That is true. So, but there was a show I wasn't. There was an episode I wasn't gonna talk about, but I, I figured out a way to to like put it. What is my, it? it um, Metal Dog. Did I watch Metal Dog? The one where they was uh the one where they I don't know what they were stealing, but they they stole something and these dogs came out and killed them. No. So, what uh, season was that? Season three. Season three. Oh, so shit. so it's like these little metal dogs, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know these looters, you know they're trying to come and get what they get. A dog wakes up. She's the person. The person I run shoots him. You know. So so basically, the episode is is like the showdown between this dog and this woman who ends up surviving. Uh-huh. But there's two more dogs, right? Uh-huh. But they don't ask no questions. They don't. They just come through, shoot to kill, get they you know get what was stolen and go back. So in my mind today, I'm thinking about that's that's to me that's law and order. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like so. You know, and are we gonna go down this path? So let me get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so like, in this country, like law and order is like a whiteness is, yeah. is a term. You know, what I'm saying because that's the only like population that can of people that in this country where the law never like there wasn't any laws against you from sitting anywhere, from buying a house anywhere, yep. from uh, you know working anywhere. You know, f- never. You know, right? So. And I figure, and in in you hear a lot of like responses, like, "Well, if they didn't want to go to jail or if they didn't want to get separated at the border, they shouldn't have came in the first place, uh, right?" <laughs> so yes. So metal dog is like there's no there is no there's no like oh so why did they do it or what was the situation mm-hmm. you know it's like you did it you fucked you know really so I, that's that's where I got it from you know what I'm saying put it in terms of law and order it's like because I hear a lot of people always say well you know if you don't want to come to jail you shouldn't commit crime but not the, even think about what the underlying factors are for know, the crime yeah, being you know, committed you know it's, it's just. <laughs> Law and order, you know, you don't like it, don't do it. Right. And I used to think like that, you know what I'm saying, you know, earlier in my life and my career until, like, you know, I became, like, a more um, enlightened on in some social situations. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I think I think about that episode. Yeah. You know, it's like, just how how that concept got so many people fucked up. Yeah. You know? And, and it, it was cold because it was scary because it's like, shit, you know, you, you know what's that? Because that dog is a metal thing. It's right. not, it doesn't have a heart. It's not when you're tired, you know. Right. So, so when so when you fucked up, it cause coming to get you, right? You know. And even at the end of the episode, she killed one dog, but there was two more that was on her tail. So it's <laughs> so it's like it's that's never ending. So to me, it's like and that's to me, it's like you know, like once you get in the system, it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm the what is it? Redecisivism is that the word? Nah, it's recidivism. Recidiv- 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 <laughs> I promise I went to college. (laughs) (laughs) That rate is so fucking high because it's exactly what you said. Part of the problem, let's just go there, whatever. Part (laughs) of the problem with the criminal justice system, and I've taken a whole lot of these fucking classes. Mm -hmm. 
part of the problem is that we do not focus on rehabilitation, which is what You're the, supposed to be. It's, that's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to put somebody in here, change their life around so mm-hmm. that they're in a position where when they leave, they can do better and don't do the same shit. When you do not do that when you yeah. just put a whole bunch of people into a really bad situation you don't give them any kind of training or education or options when they get out when you and then when they get out you know they've got this felony on them where they can't vote they can't get jobs they can't do this they can't rent here they can't do that but they can go sell drugs again and start making money. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is going to fucking happen? And then there are other countries that don't have this problem. Mm-hmm. But we don't learn from that. We just, we literally just punish people. And uh, if we're going to talk about black people and we're going to talk about prison and we're going to talk about how it's the new slavery, I mean, we can go there for days that could go on and on and on and Mm -hmm. on and on. But I feel like that's, that is one of the biggest issues that I have with the criminal justice system is that it's literally built for people to fail. Yeah. There's a lot of systems in America that are built for people to fail. And I, I, being a 33-year-old woman who has a 14-year-old child, mm. I don't want her generation to be going through the same shit that we're going through. Yeah. I don't want to have my daughter have to watch one of her black friends be shot by the cops. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to have to experience that sort of shit or have to worry about the first time I ever got pulled over. I was 18 years old. I was in a car. It was midnight. Yeah. I was with two of my friends. And I remember... We were looking for a party in, like, North Portland. And this was before, you know, GPS or any of that shit. So you just had an address and hope that you could find the place. So so it's, like, midnight. We're driving slowly down the street or whatever. I get pulled over. It was the worst. It it basically set the example for how I viewed police. And Mm. it was really, really bad. And he was an asshole. And I remember the first thing he said as he's getting out the car was him and— First of all, we're three teenage girls. He gets out the car. His partner gets out the car. The first thing he says is— he's coming to the driver's seat where I'm driving is she wasn't the one driving the car. It's my car. (laughs) Nobody else in the car has a license, but she was not the one driving the car. He kept saying that. And I'm just sitting here talking about like thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? And it just like went really, really downhill from there. And (sighs) there's so many things that are broken that really need to be fixed. And Mm -hmm. you know, when, when we have, We have police departments that don't really focus on community policing. It's really, really bad for the entire neighborhood, not just for the police force, but also for the the entire population. Mm -hmm. And I just I don't understand why it's so hard for these things when studies have shown and, you know, it's like a disconnect. It's a complete disconnect. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how do we fix poverty? Well, we can't really fix poverty. How do we fix people from <laughs> going to jail? Well, we can't really fix that. No, you can fix these things, but you choose not to. Yeah. Well, it's too much money. In. It's there's way too much money in jail. Why would it's too much money? In. <laughs> like I swear, like I tell people this. Uh, like when I first started getting into stocks and shit, mm-hmm. um, because you know, like I used to work in juvenile jails. There was this, there was this company called Bob Barker, uh-huh. and they made everything, like from soap mm-hmm. to, to you know they make it all. So I was like, shit, I need to invest in that company. <laughs> I mean, it's smart. <laughs> you know, what it's man? smart. You know, and then it's and then you feel shitty because it's like, well, fuck. It's kind of like it's kind of like being a drug dealer. It's like, well, fuck. I'm making all this money, but at the same time, I'm making it like off of 
the horrible conditions that people have to live in. Mm-hmm. But I can go on vacation three times a year. Yeah. So it's like, eat, yeah. So it's like, what what do you do? Because we grew up here, so we do have like a capitalist mentality. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm not really completely socialist. Like I still want to be able to make a good amount of money and like live off my money. Yeah. So and not have to give it to everybody else. But yeah. which I already do enough with fucking tax. Don't even get me started <laughs> on taxes and Donald Trump. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I feel like uh, I mean, yeah, like you're right. Like you know, like we want to provide these things. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like I, I still live in this cap. I've still got those capitalist roots. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might give a homeless person a dollar on the street. I don't necessarily mean I want him to sit down next to me while I'm eating. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like, I, like, I can feel your struggle, but at the same time, it's like, like, bruh, like, you and, know. You know, I feel like, I don't know if it's just Portland and their homeless people. Because, mm. um, and it, I'm so very torn because half of me is, well, three quarters of me is like bleeding heart liberal. And this is the thing. Homelessness has been fixed in other cities in America, but they will not implement those things here. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's Salt Lake City, Utah has dramatically decreased their homeless population by literally telling people, we're just going to give you housing. We don't care if you stop doing drugs, but we're going to give you programs and we're going to do this and we're mm. going to do that. And the shit is working. Like, yeah. it's working. But Portland is so money-driven <laughs> <laughs> that it can't focus yeah. on the things that it needs to really focus I on. I remember reading, um, or when I was in a social, one of my last social classes I took when I was an undergrad, the teacher said that they did an experiment where, like, they just gave people certain amount of people like the bare necessities to live mm-hmm. and they actually prospered yeah you know it's not like they like you know like like you know like um the argument is that if like you know if you if it's easy to get then you won't want more right you know but which i don't i mean i don't i've never believed that mentality i've never i've always been really you know curious about the 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 status of like the the welfare queen because I've been on welfare mm-hmm. and it is shitty. Yeah. First of all, you don't make no, you don't get no money. Mm-hmm. Like the shit, the money that they give you is not even enough to pay like a quarter of rent in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. So it's like unless you're on everything, you're not really like doing it like that. Yeah, and yeah. and it's like first of all, I don't want nobody in my fucking business. I don't want to have to report to nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to have to add, tell me to go look for a job or go do this or go do that. <laughs> I don't want nobody telling me shit in general. Yeah. So I've never been the kind of person who was like, I would really want, I really want to stay on this welfare because this is just really going great for me. Hell no. I want to use this to get to where the fuck I need to get to, mm-hmm. which is what I did. And so I, it, that, and, 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 and that's what most people do. That's exactly. Do. But if you don't, if you, if you're not like versed in that world and you don't believe every lie somebody tells you. Exactly. And when I see people, like make comments on uh, social media posts and shit and they're like well you know I saw somebody in front of me at the grocery store and they were buying you know lobster and this and that and this and that with their food if stamps. that was true they use it all up on that, that. <laughs> hello <laughs> you got a whole nother month to go yeah. and you buying $300 worth of you know one dinner fuck that anybody most people don't do that shit people who do that shit are going to be fucked later on mm-hmm. in the month yeah. and it's like but you know what that's their fucking choice if you want to waste all your money right now because who cares yeah. I, I i really do not care in the grand scheme of things that are fucked up in america i don't care if somebody's buying lobster <laughs> with their food stamps i don't so uh 
my old boss actually interviewed him on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. One time he was kind of talking about like how people complain about like the thirty percent of the frauds. Yeah, you know if there is thirty percent, he kind of gave out a ball for you. He was like, you know, let's say there's thirty percent of people that that don't use this right. Right, you know. You want to punish the other 70%? Who need it. Yeah. <laughs> like, those people who are literally you know. working full-time jobs but don't make enough to buy food. Like, <sighs> I feel, Yeah, I feel you. I mean, especially, like, in this society um, in which uh, this is a good segue to 15 million merits. I like 15 million merits. <laughs> 15 million merits did have, like, it kind of had a happy ending, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like um, it kind of was... It was, I mean, it, it was society, basically. Like, you go, I mean, all these are society, but this, but so the way this represents to me, you go, you ride, you, you do your job, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you might have a job where you can work as long as you want. Yeah. You know, there's, um, there's people there who, who you know, who, who are under you. So, like, you, you work your way up to get to the bike, you know, you uh, see what you want. And some people, you know. You, you, you know, they ride their bike forever. You know, yeah. they ride their bike, they see something they like. And, like, even an episode, like, to me, the girl didn't represent, like, something he loved. It represented something, like, he just he just liked. Right. Like, so, like, you know, like you worked that way to get to your car. Right. You know, then you get spent all your money on the car you get, and now you got to go back to the bike. You do that, you build it up. Yep. You might want something else. And then it's, like, pushing ads on you. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was, like, he wasn't into the ads, so he, he had a lot of money. Right. But if you're a person who into the ads, you spend all your money on them ads. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or that companionship because they lived in a world where you had to, like, live in a box. You right. Know? So, and then, uh, basically, um, you know, uh, you know, he, 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 he does it again to get himself on the show. And then he, like... Fakes like he's gonna or he's gonna commit suicide. He's tired of it. He's mm-hmm. tired of living in that world. But then he gets a show, right? And then he gets free. You know exactly. So like I feel like that's because I feel like a lot of um like a lot of the entertainment today mm-hmm. is based on like people's like pain. I can you know I can see saying? that. So like so like you can be a working stiff, and if you if you have the talent. In the money, the access to get to where you need to go, you can get to where you need to go. Yeah. But then it's like things like reality TV that like, um, you know, if if my life is just kind of like interesting, mm-hmm. I could, you know, or if, I, or, or, or if the shit I'm talking you like. Right. I could really, you know, work my way and become a celebrity, which in this capitalist society, that's almost the only way you can really get out. I mean, know? it's worked for Cardi B. She's living her I you know? guess her best life right now. <laughs> I mean, Cardi she seems B, the, the Kardashians. I mean, one of them. It's like it's like this. Like like it's like we sell, we sell like our personal stuff. Right. You know? Right. If yeah. If, if 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 somebody comes to you and say, "Hey, I like that," once you you know, then he had like you, you know the knife that he was going to use to kill himself. Mm-hmm. He put it in a glass case and he. It was his ticket out. You know, it, it was it was like that. On the War of the Roses, a movie that probably nobody who's going to listen to this is saying, but uh, Danny DeVito's a lawyer, and on his desk, he has a glass case, and it has, like, the last cigarette of the last pack before he, like, quit, and he just keeps it on his desk just as a reminder of where, mm-hmm. how far I've come, yeah. and so it's it's pretty much the the exact same concept of, you know, people people holding on to that, that one thing so that they kind of never forget yeah. and hopefully never have to go back to where they were, and I have... I have things like that in my life too where I'm like 
or a, a song that I hear or a place that I go where I'm like, God, I don't when I was when I was living that life, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be living that life again. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, I really liked 15 Million Merits. I, I felt like the dudes. I don't know. It's really hard because it's kind of like is is the goal to get out get off the bikes and get out that room or mm-hmm. is the goal to like be successful because if you think about it he became successful she became a porn star yeah. and so it's kind of like okay so yeah you're not on the bikes anymore but is that what you wanted your life to be because it from what i can tell it looks like that's literally all she does it's like she's under this crazy weird contract mm-hmm. where she just does this mm-hmm. and they can kind of pretty much tell her you know we're we're gonna tell you what to do, and that's just kind of the way it is. Or yeah. you go back to the bikes. I, you know, you know, I, and I forgot about that part that she got turned out like that. Yeah, but uh, but that could be something like society too. Is like you know, there's some people out here who's, who's working with no really goal in mind. They're just going to work, right? Paying their bills, and that's not a terrible life. No, it's not a bad life. You know, that's that's how you that's how you get in it. But there are people who want more, right? And they get out to get more. And you know, I think she represents you know somebody who. Hey, you know, like it may not be ideal, but it's where I'm at. Right. So, and know. I think that I've, I feel like I've met a lot of strippers on stage who literally feel that way, where it's kind of like I can always see in a girl's face. I haven't been to a strip club in a really long time, but I can always see in a girl's <laughs> face, like whether she's like present mm-hmm. or whether her mind is a million miles away mm-hmm. because she has to not be there mentally yeah. to get through this shit that she really does not want to do. Not that there's anything wrong with strippers. I commend them. I yeah. wish I could do it. <laughs> I don't have the body nor the mentality. But um but it's it's also not for everybody. Shit, my job's not for everybody. I got yelled at three times today yeah. by freaking people who were mad at me about walkers that's just kind of life like that's just kind of what you do so i mean it you kind of have to think about where where you want to be in life and what are you going to do to get there how far are you willing to take it yeah all right shit so next time if y'all go to a strip club look at the stripper's face i think you i think you really (laughs) should some chicks are like legit like happy like hey you know i'm so glad you're here you know let Mm -hmm. me touch your titty (laughs) and then other chicks are just like they're just they're not looking at anybody and they're just singing the lyrics because they've been dancing that song for the last three three months yeah and that is all they do to get through it shout out to any strippers love you (laughs) that's deep (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, and it's it's really I don't even want to say that it's I don't even I wonder what makes that sad is it the way that society looks at sexuality because I don't I don't see I don't see anything really more natural than sex but we put such a cloud on it and everything's so in the closet and everything's so mm-hmm. like you know whoa don't do that that's really bad and it's like who 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 dictates the rules about what's bad and what's good obviously some things are just like you need to just chill yeah, with that but not, like when i think about not go there. yeah but when i think about like women who want to sell their bodies okay well you know what that's a thing like it's it's to me it's not that big of a deal yeah. i feel like um like there's there's two different so like I feel like there are people who disagree with that right but you know on the social media and everything there's a whole different culture yeah of people that are doing that yeah so I just think now it's not as taboo because really you can have attitude like I don't really care right you know and then shit like I mean I mean it's so expensive to live 
nowadays. (laughs) You know, it's like, I mean, you really got to get creative, you know? You really, really do. And I got... As long as you're not hurting nobody, I really don't give a fuck how anybody makes their money as long as they don't ask me for none. That's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Or how they live their life. Yeah. Like, do do you and have fun doing it because life is really fucking short. (laughs) So... You know, and hard. And hard. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, you know episode I hated? Which one? Crocodile. Why? Because I just didn't get it. (laughs) So, like... So I knew like there was like you know there were like insurance investigators or something, right? And um, yeah, you know then she went and saw the lady, and the lady ended up going on the killing spree, right? Killing the baby, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, come on, like like these shows are supposed to be like kind of like intellectually like right. scary, right. not like flat out like, Ugh. like <laughs> you know you know like not flat out sick like what the fuck you know. What I got from that episode, I thought it was I thought it was a really good play on kind of like the which I think Black Mirror does a lot uh, like on the the big brother mentality mm-hmm. where anybody at any time can just put this little thing on your head and take your memories from you. It's very Harry Potter, yeah, but not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it, it to <laughs> me, it just kind of it. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Alexa, where everybody's like, don't commit a murder and admit to it around Alexa because she will tell your secrets. Yeah. And so it's, it kind of reminded me of that where we just, we don't, there's nothing is absolutely private anymore. Like if you go and commit a murder and your phone is on, even if you're not talking to anybody or calling anybody, it's pinging off cell phone tower. So people mm. can tell where the fuck you've been. Yeah. We have no privacy anymore and we've given it all away. And that's, that's kind of what I, I got from it was this is the most scary thing because people can just see the shit that's inside of your mind there was another episode that was really like that it was um you didn't send it to me but it was the one where it was the couple and um you could like replay your memories Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that to me was really really scary like i would never want anybody to be in my mind and see the shit that i have yeah. seen especially the shit that i don't even want to have seen yeah so i that's well, that, well, well is that what happened in the episode he like if he like confronts the old boyfriend yeah and, and like, ends up killing him he confronts the old boyfriend ends up killing him and then uh what happened between them Shit. I think what happened was like, um, cause I saw. I mean, that one was like, I was kind of trying to keep up, right? But I couldn't really. But, uh, <laughs> but well, I had tried to watch it like the first time, which happens to me with a lot of shows. Even with Crocodile, I didn't finish it all the way through because I was like, dang, this is this is long. Yeah, <laughs> like it was that was a long. It one. was it was taking so long to get to the point that I was just like, oh, okay. But um, that was one of those episodes where I kind of watched it and then stopped it and then started watching it and then like got into it my attention span's really short so if you don't draw me in immediately i'm done like i can't even like let videos load like it just (laughs) i can't do it (laughs) i'm like you're taking longer than three seconds gotta go yeah yeah so the crocodile i had to read up on that one Mm -hmm. Uh, so i guess in the room uh so the kid was blind of course okay because i remember the doctor saying that but i guess there was a guinea pig in that room that had that thing that everybody else had yeah so so i guess i guess she's gonna get caught anyway because the guinea pig 
Because oh. the guinea pig saw. So she killed all these people, but then they could get the memories from the guinea pig. Yeah. Because the guinea pig saw it too. Yeah. Which is a lot like Shut Up and Dance. <laughs> Shut up, you know, like, so the thing about Shut Up and Dance with me is like, I'm gonna just, you gonna have to just put my shit on blast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you gonna have to put my shit on blast, fam. You know, like, like that's just what it is. Like, maybe like, okay, like the first mission, mm-hmm. I probably like, all right, okay, I'll, 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 I'll do that, whatever. But then, like the second one, and then when you start like interacting with people, right, it's like, well, and so this is what tripped me out about. It. I actually just watched this for the first time yesterday, and it's got old boy from Game of Thrones in it. So I was already like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> but um. What killed me about it is we're watching this whole shit, and we live in a society where people's nudes are leaked, your Mm. sex videos are leaked, you know, your texts are leaked. There's nothing secret anymore to the point where you can now fucking record your home screen on your iPhone. Yeah. So it's just kind of like not you if you don't want nobody to know just don't say it don't send it don't record it mm-hmm. just leave it alone leave it alone and so what kind of tripped me out about that was the whole, he goes through this whole episode and i knew that he had like i don't know touched his dick or jacked off in front of the camera so i was kind of like my nigga you going to rob a bank just to keep your jack off video yeah. to yourself <laughs> like i was like that just seems it like it seems a little yeah it's it's like you said it's like well shit it, you go put my shit out like but, fuck this shit but it's like I think like the overarching thing, of course you probably know this, but it's like it's like how we all live in a double life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we trying to we trying to keep stuff certain stuff away from certain people. And, exactly. And there's some people out there that might go through that link to keep it a secret. That's I mean, people get blackmailed all the time. You gotta think about it. We all knew about Drake's baby, but now it's like official. So I'm yeah. sure he went and God, he picked that woman to have a baby (laughs) i don't even know what to think about drake and his child but anyway Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i i think that's that's absolutely right people we go through such lengths to keep shit like in the closet Mm -hmm. when at the end of the day it's probably not even that big of a deal and we live in such a a quick news cycle shit happens in a week nobody's even gonna be talking about that shit Mm -hmm. no more it's just it's not like that anymore i was surprised when i reached the end and the dude was like what kind of pictures were you looking at and he was like i didn't know that the reason he didn't want it to get out so bad was because he was looking at child pornography i was oh, like yeah yeah i forgot, I forgot about yeah that. i was like oh okay well now, now it that, makes sense <laughs> now yeah now because you about to go to jail anyway yeah because it's like so, yeah, know, I, I didn't pick that one up yeah it's like i mean it's probably worse if you're in high school and like you know somebody sends out I mean, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on how you handle it. Like, yeah. if you handle it a certain way, people aren't going to take it a certain way. Well, is he talking about child porn? I don't even want to defend him. Fuck that. <laughs> you know? It's like, hell no. But I thought it was I thought it was really good, and I thought it was actually really cold at the end. <laughs> how, yeah. no, besides the fact that all these people did all this shit, their secrets still got exposed. Some mm. worse than others. Yeah. But I guess it all kind of depends on what your level of you know disaster is like is your level of disaster you getting caught watching child porn or is it like your wife finding out you just went to a prostitute it just mm-hmm. kind of depends on how you how you view that sort of shit everybody's yeah. different yeah <laughs> so let's see what we pretty much covered all the ones that i had we got sandra pino sandra piro 
and hang the DJ left. Which one do you want to go into? Are we going to do both? Um, uh, probably pick one. Then let's do, uh, oh God, what was the second one? Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ. Let's do that one. Uh, I really, I really liked that episode. Go ahead. Why? Um, well, it wasn't what I was expecting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) first and foremost. Um, I think that the basis, it's still kind of creepy, but I'm saying this as a single person. (laughs) I think that the basis of signing up for a dating service, which completely controls everything, is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Because we spend so much, I know you've been married for a while, but you remember what it was like when you were dating? Actually, hearing stories now, dating sounds way worse. (laughs) I'm sure it is. Well, I was was dating when you were dating and single, and I'm dating now, too, so it's still, it's super fucked up (laughs) but just just having to take like the guesswork out of it and basically just being told okay you're gonna do this relationship for five hours you're gonna do this one for two years you're gonna do this one for this you're gonna be this one for this and at the end of it knowing that you're going to find your perfect person i Mm. find that to be amazing yeah i find it's so it takes all the guesswork out of this shit it's Mm. It's so exhausting. It's like, why even bother most of the time? Yeah. So, I, I totally get it. But then the thing that really messed it up was uh, there was there was a glitch in the system. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, like, every other system, every other technology, something's going to glitch. And he thought he found the one. Yeah. And then they said five years. Yep. And then something happened to where it started just going down and down and down and down. Yep. So to me, like, I feel like that episode said a lot like, okay, do you like, like, like what's more important? Right. Catching the moment forever or living in the moment? Right. Like, you know, like, okay, like, you, you know, like, like all this Snapchat culture and all this, right? So, mm-hmm. like, is it more important to really just put your phone in the, your pocket and really just enjoy what's going on around you? Or, like, do you like like is it important that I document everything that I'm doing tonight? Right. You know because because then like yeah you like you know I can relive it. Right. You feel me? But it's like if I but if I just enjoy it right now. Right. Then you know who who knows how many more times it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know so I feel like that it said that it really said that more than anything because it was like you know and like you said there is a, there is something sweet about like not playing the. You know, the guessing game when you're dating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, we got a day. So, either we going to go to the, my house and we going to get it on or are we not? Or are, right. we, or are we going back to the to the meetup spot and we going to call it what it is? So, exactly. There is something nice about that, but I feel like, you know, I feel like, like there's a, like there's an underlying story. Like, you trying to you, you trying to control the narrative too much mm-hmm. is a fucking up. And I think that, I think... I think that is a really good uh, point, and that happens in everyday life where people <sighs> try to control situations to the point of destroying them, whether that's mm-hmm. a relationship or a job or a mother-daughter situation. <laughs> like Anytime that you try to make anybody do something they don't want to do or anything like that, it's just it's not going to end good. Yeah. It's not going to end good. But, I mean, I... I I don't know. I I'm a hopeless romantic. 
but I'm also really lazy. So I kind of <laughs> feel like I, I would not mind taking the guesswork out of that shit. It's like the best OkCupid okay algorithm ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, their algorithm on, like, a billion. So mm-hmm. I fucks with it. Because, I yeah. mean, I'm not the easiest person to be with. So yeah. I kind of feel like I would need somebody who kind of understands, like me as a person and gets the same shit and does the same shit mm-hmm. and the nigga who i feel like does that he tripping right now so. yeah well you know that's just kind of i mean i don't want to start out giving you relationship advice but <laughs> Please kinda, don't. you know that's just, that's, just, that's kind of how it is some days it's cracking some days it ain't yeah you know and like being married is like understanding that <laughs> and i've i've had uh i've had a few conversations with a few married people um one of them told me literally this weekend, you don't want this. And I was just mm-hmm. like, what? He was yeah. like, you don't want this. And I was like, dang, my nigga. Like, yeah. nah, that's it, a cold shot. You know, it really, it really just depends on the kind of person you are. I you think know? so. Like, if you're not a compromiser, no. You're, going, you're just going to have to not be selfish <laughs> and give that person up. You know, I feel like a lot, of, like a lot, of, a lot of that. Like people get married because they're selfish, you know, they find something good, but they don't want to give it up. But it's like, if you're not, if you're not really like a compromiser or somebody who can really like sit down as a team and figure shit out, right? Then it ain't gonna last long. You need to go ahead and not, not, not fake the phone. Yeah, I'm not in a position in my life right now where I'm willing to compromise much for anybody except immediate family mm-hmm. i'm i'm not at a at a at a mindset where i'm willing to give as much as i've given in the past because people aren't very uh appreciative of mm. things and so yeah. that has that has my past relationships have definitely defined how i view life now and i actually think i view it in a much a much healthier way than yeah. i did in the past i would not were you angry I was not ever. Uh, well, I don't know which relationship we're talking about. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've, I've, I think when you're when any time a relationship ends, you deal with all the fucking seven signs of grief or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You're angry. You're happy. You're going to the club. You got a freaking dress on, and then you know yeah. the next day you're fucking crying in your pillow. So yeah, I. Uh, well, I think it's like when you know. When the good time hits you, it's good. Yeah. When the, but when, like, people start going out and, you know, people start, you know, doing these lovey-dovey things. And yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I definitely, I, I, I felt that way. Mm-hmm. I'm, But I'm also really, like, particular about, like, people kissing and shit in front of me. I'm kind of like, you can just save that it's kind of gross <laughs> i'm just i'm not a huge fan of it i don't mind a, a quick peck but please don't make out in front of me like right <laughs> next to me because that's not appropriate it's childish it is childish <laughs> i get and i get love i love being in love i think being in love is one of the best emotions you can have but i also feel like love is very fleeting and once you get to that i'm not like butterflies every time i see you where do you go from there yeah and that's that's really what marriage is exactly (laughs) that's really what it is like okay so once we're not infatuated with each other yeah how do we 
How do you move on? Yeah. And, yeah. like, still like each other. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. For real. And I yeah. know, I, I, from what I've been told, you know, every marriage goes through, like, ups and downs. And not every day is going to be a great day. But I kind of measure it like how I measure my previous relationships. Like, does do the good days outweigh the bad days? If mm. yes, then let's keep doing this shit. If not, then we need to just break it off and call it, you know, call it a day. Yeah. Which is, you know adult I guess. <laughs> growth is happening yeah i don't know growth <laughs> we're all about growth that's the new thing i guess well i think it should have been an old thing i well i would say that too but you I, know i just wish i was new a little more when i was like 21 i really feel the exact same <laughs> way there's a lot of shit that i know now that i look back at and i'm just kind of like girl (laughs) yeah but i mean it it all comes with experience and it's like our parents will try to teach us and try to tell us but it's like i didn't listen until i had to actually experience it myself and it's it's and i mean it it makes sense like i'm not gonna know what it feels like to get shot until i get shot so Mm. i can't say you know i empathize with your pain that you got shot because i don't know what the fuck that feels like that's a cold analogy yeah boy it's (laughs) it's that's love (laughs) so (laughs) it's like you you know it's, it's basically the exact same thing it's like yeah my mom may tell me you know that boy ain't he ain't thinking about you girl he ain't you know blah blah blah. but until like i actually get the confirmation i don't know so i feel that like that way about everything about everything i have to experience that shit in order for me to be like nah except for cocaine i do not want to do cocaine ever yeah there there is a there are some things that i've that being one of them i'm cool (laughs) now and i saw for you on that one too well, I appreciate you sitting down and having fun, you know, with Thanks this. Thanks for having me. No this problem. was fun. You know, I you know, I do it uh I feel like um, you know, while I'm on this while I'm on this journey, you know, um so this one really wasn't focused on much like like of the goal of the show <laughs> you know but i feel like you know talking about society that's still a that's still a social work thing i mean the, isn't that basically all that social well, work is is society well basically yeah because basically like so like you know social workers can do a lot of things mm-hmm. my main thing is like to be like a therapist counselor you know uh-huh. what i'm saying so like you can look at it as in a counselor lens, which mm-hmm. is very like cognitive based, like right. like you know, like you're doing this stuff because you choose to do it, right. or you have some kind of uh, you know chemical makeup going on. Mm-hmm. Social worker deal is um, society has kind of made you act this way, right? You know, so like uh, are you're like you 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 are the you're a product of your environment. So, like, nature versus nurture. Yeah. Okay. You know? And, like, so it's, it's, not, it's not, I mean, we try not to be as judgmental. Right. You know, it's like, we all look at, it's always a why. Right. You know, so, like, you go back to Black Mirror, I mean, could you imagine, you know, I'm sitting at a, at, you know, at a hospital, I'm a hospital social worker, and I get this case and i got this uh this girl whose parent died because his you know because a bee came and killed him right you know Mm -hmm. so like if this was if black mirror was our society that would be a case you had to deal with right you know it was like this girl's psd because a a bee came out of fucking nowhere and killed killed her dad so now it's really on you as a social worker to figure out well shit you know how do i put all this stuff together right and if society gets this twisted and demented as black mirror it's gonna be a lot of 
it's gonna be a lot of work cut out for for social work if you know what I'm you saying? know I, or for anybody just to live in those kind of conditions you know i wholeheartedly agree and that's that is very scary to me and i think also that technology would play such a huge role in that sort of shit because if you think about it everybody who's in these worlds this is all normal to them. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. these this is just the shit that happens. That chick with the um on Crocodile who was the fucking uh insurance agent, she literally just goes around and watches people's memories. Yeah. Like and that's her job. That's her job. <laughs> like, yeah, that's her job. <laughs> like she, like she's going to cars and looking at them. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 crazy. Yeah. Technology is terrifying, man. Technology is really scary. Technology makes it hard. Or it's not making it hard, it's another barrier. For working with juveniles nowadays, really, it's definitely it's it's definitely because it's so because it's so much like you can't really tell the difference between like a kitty threat mm-hmm. or a real threat or like if somebody's too engaged online or right. like if there's bullying, cyberbullying. You know, there's um, sex things going on, which is illegal. So that's like when you when you start going like doing like kissing the news to each other, mm-hmm. that's like a whole different like. It's like shit. It's just alarming, right? You know, so it's making it hard. So, like, if I feel like this is the beginning of, like, Black Mirror really could happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it. Like, our kids are the first generation who are growing up with the internet, like having the internet from the mm-hmm. time they were born until like they die. Yeah. So they're living a completely different life than we are. Everything is just in front of them all the time so i i can totally see how that plays a role now as opposed to like maybe 50 years ago and how mm-hmm. social work is handled like yeah. i couldn't even yeah imagine so what's gonna happen is we're gonna go through the trump presidency <laughs> we're gonna have black mirror <laughs> and then it's gonna be book of eli <laughs> and then denzel washington's gonna save us <laughs> As we always knew he would. That's, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> we going to black mirror it to death to where everything is desolate and he ain't got shit. I and mean, then do, do Eli going to come and he going to save us. Sorry.